Hola, hi everyone, and welcome to Las Musas Podcast. My name is Ana Siqueira, and I'm the author of Bella's Recipe for Success. Today I'm joined by Mariana Llanos and Gloria Mesqua. And today on this episode of the View Diaries Picture Book Edition, we'll be talking about lessons learned. So Gloria, can you start by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your book? Hi everyone, I'm Gloria Mesqua and I'm the author of Child of the Flower Song People, Lucy Menes, Daughter of the Nawa. It's a picture book biography that's illustrated by Duncan Tonatillo. And it tells the story of an indigenous Mexican girl in the early 1900s who listened to the stories of her community's joys, sufferings, and survival and wove them into her heart. Though her dream of becoming a teacher seemed to disappear, Luce became a model for celebrated 20th century artists and scholars to preserve Nahua traditions, language, and stories, sharing her people's legacy with future generations. Okay, Mariana, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your book? Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm Mariana Llanos. I am Peruvian, and um, this is um, not my debut, but it is the first book that I have uh, uh, published with an agent, through an agent. So uh, the previous books that I sold were unagented. So Run Little Chasky was published by Barefoot Books just this year. Uh, it's also in Spanish, as Corre Pequeño Chasqui. And this book is a historical picture book about uh, Chasqui, a messenger in the times of the Inca. And he has to deliver a message, a very important message to the, to the hands of the powerful Inca. Now, in his way, he meets some animals who need his help. So he has to decide if he needs to be there on time or if he can stop and do the right thing. So um, Rangel Chesky is a story not, that not only will teach kids about the Inca Empire, but will also talk about kindness. Yes, both books are amazing. Uh, and my book, Bayes Recipe for Success, is all about a girl who wants to discover what is she good at. So her siblings are all amazing. The sister is really good at the piano. The brother, or the brother is good at the piano. The sister is a great gymnastic. And she wants to figure out what she's good at, but she barely tries anything and she quits. She said, oh, I'm a disaster. My somersaults are like hirafas rolling down hill. My piano playing sounds like elephant feet and finally she decided to learn how to bake with abuela but everything is a disaster too until she discovered it is okay to make mistakes it is important to try again if you don't try again you won't be good at anything and this book is peppered with a spanish vocabulary and set into intergenerational latinx home and will show the kids the value of practicing to learn a new skill the illustrator is Geraldine Rodriguez, and it was published by Beaming Book now in July of 2021. So now we're going to be talking about uh, the lessons we learned, and we have been, we learned so many lessons all the time as a writer, right? So I will start by what did you learn about querying agents? Because many of the people who will be listening now will be curious, like, how did you research agents? Or maybe you didn't research agents. How did you get um, your agent? So let's start, Gloria. Can you tell us about who is your agent? And what did you learn when you were trying to query agents? Well, 
Uh, my agent is Taylor Martindale Keene at Full Circle Literary. And I hate to say that I didn't do much researching because I know a lot of people do a lot of researching and they're querying a lot of people. But I knew about the agency. Uh, I had several Latinx uh, writer friends who had in the past told me about Full Circle Literary and how they were focused on um, including diverse people of color and, and uh, encourage that. So it seemed like the perfect agency. And I did do research on my specific agent and was very impressed when we first talked. I had a lot of questions for her, but um, she answered a lot of that before uh, I even got to ask some of the questions. And then I did have some others, but yeah, I, I didn't do a lot of querying. Um, uh, for agents uh, so what are some of the questions that you remember that you think it's important to ask well I, I wanted an agent who was um, editorial who would give me feedback um, that was really important to me and also um, she had published uh, I mean not published but she represented middle grade but she also had some uh, picture books so I thought that, you know, that I would work well with her because I'm also um, considering doing some middle grade books. So Ooh. I thought that would work well. I can't remember the specific questions, but they were basically about uh, communication and her style of, of uh, you know, working with me and so on. And, you know, she she's very... Um, supportive and gives good feedback and um i, I really like i really liked her that's great but, what about you mariana i know that you had uh, experience with two agents now right so yes 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 my, my experience was quite different than than gloria's but i but i didn't query much either so uh, at the beginning when i you know uh, began uh publishing traditionally I went without agents. I just sold my manuscript directly to the publishing house. And a friend of mine, because I was in a critique group, a friend of mine who had who just published actually her debut, her name is Colleen Puff, and um, she had an agent that she was always, you know, talking how wonderful her agent was. And she told me, my agent is half Peruvian, Mariana. Why don't you um, bury her? And I was like, okay. I wasn't really interested in you know, in working with an agent, I didn't see why, <laughs> you know, so, um, and I never did, and then I saw that this agent, because I was following her on Twitter, that she actually posted that she was looking for, she wanted to represent a Peruvian author, that she was interested in representing someone from a Peruvian heritage, so I guess, you know, people were squaring, but I still wasn't much, you know, thinking about it, and again, my friend told me again, Mariana, why don't you query her? And, you know, that's the moment I had my story about Run Little Chasky in the hands, and I was deciding what to do with it, if I should start submitting. And then I said, okay, you know, I'm I'm not going to lose anything. I'm just going to query her. So I went ahead and queried her, and um, just a week later, we were signing contract. So it was it was super fast. Oh, that's we, we wonderful. Yes, yeah. yes, we clicked super fast. Um, remember, we talked on the phone, and she was really happy that I was Peruvian and there was a Peruvian story. So I guess it, it has to be the right moment, right? With the right person. She was looking mm. something that I had for looking something that I, that I had. And um, well, sadly, uh, she decided to stop uh, agenting. Um, 
a few months ago uh, for some personal reasons. So, um, so you know, all of a sudden I was, oops, without an agent. And so I was like, okay, what do I do? <laughs> and um, again, I was lucky enough, I was, uh, she contacted me with one of the agents in her um, agency. I, I talked to other agents as well, and some were fantastic and, you know, but um, I think working with uh, Sarah Rivers, who is my agent now, made sense. I really I like how we connected when we interviewed each other. When we interviewed, I asked her some questions. She had some questions for me. And um, I really like that she liked my work and that she really wanted to represent diverse voices. And she was committed to that. And I also asked her about her uh, submission style, if she would submit several manuscripts or just one manuscript, how would how was the communication style and I, I liked what I heard and then also you know a couple of weeks later we were signing so right now I'm represented by Sarah. So Mariana because for me the same thing happened right my agent quit agenting too so when I, uh, I went to look for a, my second agent I kind of knew it's like just if you get married I did get married two times <laughs> so <laughs> you kind of know what you want and what you don't want in an agent right so um, I knew what I wanted so I knew exactly what you want. what did you learn from your first relationship with your agent Mariana and how did that uh, affect how you ch uh, chose your second agent? Well, yes, it's exactly like you say, Dana. In the second, the second time around, you know what you want, so mm -hmm. you are more prepared. At the beginning, it's more the excitement. I mean, my relationship with my first agent was great too. I mean, I, I was happy with her, but um, but you know, yeah, so things happen. You know, it's life. You know, mm -hmm. things happen, and um, so I learned um through my this experience that nothing is set in stone you know so that's what i um yeah. so you don't make it <laughs> when you get an agent you know yeah. so that that's the thing you know that you always have to remember you know yeah. you still have to keep on being nice to everyone you still have to keep on building <laughs> relationships you still yeah. have to keep on networking because you never know you never you know never know yes mm -hmm. yeah so that was the main lesson that i learned that nothing is set in stone that Things change quickly in the publishing world, and yes. you just have to be prepared and keep on being professional. Yes. So that's exactly what happened to me, to my first agent, uh, Andrea Walker. I got, um, I had an offer from a publisher, Beaming Books. So I queries, I think I query like six agents. And she, uh, Andrea, like replied to me in 30 minutes, and I'm very impulsive. So I learned that. It was great. I really, really enjoy uh, being with Andrea. But the problem was that when I got my second offer, I had already signed with Andrea. So I said, okay, I learned a lesson that you have to really give yourself and some time, you know, sometimes you get so excited that you're gonna get an agent that you said, okay, let's do it. And I don't regret because I had a great experience with her, but I didn't even give a chance for the other. I told her to Wednesday when she replied on Wednesday, I had already signed with somebody because I was in such a hurry. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so this is one of the lessons I learned. And I want everybody like when you get an offer, even if you really love that person and you want to say yes, control yourself, give yourself some time to think at least, 
at least three, four days, right? I was like, okay, the next day I called and I said, let's do it because <laughs> I really liked her. I don't regret. She did a great job with me, but she quit agenting too. So for my second one, I knew exactly what I wanted. I said, I, and I think that's something important for you to know what you want and prepare the question based on what you want because what I want might not be what Gloria wants, right? So for example, for me, it's very important, fast communication. I hate when people stall. I have a friend, she has an amazing agent, but it takes her two weeks to reply to an email. I cannot, I know that Mariana can't either. I know she's just like me. You have to be fast. No, 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 I tell my, my, I told my, when I was uh, being, cause I got, uh, I got many, many offers and I talked to many agents and I said, okay, do you reply? What's your time to reply? Even if you reply, I don't know, or I cannot answer to you right now. But I expect agents to be professional just like I am. If a parent email me, I'm not gonna take a week to reply to, the, my, to the parents. If uh, uh, my principal <laughs> writes me, I will reply right away. So, you know, I, I want that kind of uh, communication. So I knew exactly what I want besides communication. I was interested in also uh, getting an agent that could uh, work with uh, chapter books. So I have my goals. And based on these goals, I ask my questions. So I think that's a lesson that I learned. You know, you have to know exactly what are your goals. Like Gloria said, she wanted someone who would represent also middle grade because she was thinking about middle grade. So I think that's very important. Okay, so now that we talked about agents, let's talk about the submission process. What did you learn with your agents or how do you like your submission to be? Uh, what have you learned, Gloria, about the submission process? Well, I think the main thing I've learned is that it's not, it's different for each book. Uh, my first submission, Child of the Flower Song People, um, was submitted and it went out to, I think, eight different uh, publishers. And then um, I got a, an offer pretty, pretty quickly, pretty quickly. I mean, I was amazed because I'd heard all these stories and so on. But then um, in my contract, uh, I had that, that because it's a picture book biography, in the contract, and I'm fine with it because I love my editor, um, is that he would have first choice on um, the uh, second picture book biography. And uh, it just, uh, I, I don't really know how all the publishing submission stuff works, but I, I was, uh, my, my agent submitted a fictional one and it was held for a pretty long time. I mean, it, I did get a revised resubmit. I did that and it was still held for a while. But I think it's because he was waiting for me to finish my second picture book biography. And um, I got a revise and resubmit on that one. And that one's in his hands right now. And I'm hoping that, uh, you know, he accepts it. Uh, but the first one, the fictional one, uh, he gave it to someone else in the, the publishing company to look at. He did, he liked it. It actually went to an acquisitions meeting, but I, 
I think he was really, I'm just putting words in his mouth here because I'm saying, I think he really was wanting to work on the picture book biography. So, um, you know, so it took, um, the, the fiction one he had almost, uh, I would say nine months before it was passed on. Um, the other person that he gave it to in his uh, publishers, uh, you know, they have different kind of areas and so on. Yeah. Had too many grandma stories, so she passed on it, and so he passed on it. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping I still. So don't it know. is still with this publisher, but with yes. another person. Right. And don't they have like when it's a submission that is exclusive? Don't they have like a time limit to reply? Well, I guess because it was a revise and resubmit, I, you know, I had to revise and send it to my agent and then that took time and she sent it back to me and then that, mm -hmm. you know, all of that. But he asked about it um, maybe three weeks ago and she sent it to him because she had gotten my revisions oh. and I had overlooked some revisions she had suggested in the back matter. I had just made revisions mm -hmm. on the, so it took all summer, you oh, know, before yeah. he actually got it. So he okay. just got it about oh, okay. three weeks ago. So well, he, yeah, I think he, has he has like a, a month, right? To reply or two months, month or two months. Yeah. To yeah. Reply. Yeah. For my, for my, um, publishers, like if, a month. If it's an exclusive, if you said the first option would be a month. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you, Mariana? What can you tell me about the submission process? What have you learned? Well, um, I've learned that it's still full of rejection. <laughs> Even though, um, you know, you got used to rejection at the beginning before you got your agent and after you get your agent, you still get rejections, you know, and it's still a lot of hard work and it's still a lot of well like revise and resubmit and it's still a process that and it's also like a waiting game so you wait and wait and wait some more and wait some more so what i've learned is to keep myself occupied with other projects while i wait you know either for my agent or either for an editor or for something yes. to happen. or even when you're in your book when the book is in a process you still have to wait right so um, yeah so what I do is just try to um, keep on writing, keep on writing stories or taking classes or what, looking, uh, watching uh, videos that are going to help me improve my craft, reading. I take reading as part of my education as a writer, too. Yes. So, so everything, all of that helps kind of keep me um, sane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Because... It's and have really anxiety, you know. It's like, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like, we we are always anxious. And have you learned not to look at your email <laughs> every every oh, ten no, minutes? I, no, that, I haven't learned that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. Every morning, every morning, I wake up and say, "Okay, today, today, she's gonna send me um, acceptance." <laughs> I don't I don't do that as much wedding I, I, and maybe it's because I'm so deep into the promotion aspect and all the things I have to mm -hmm. do that I'm like oh. yes in the back of my mind but I'm not checking the email oh, for that I'm like are, okay I got great. others that's others. great because okay, yeah you're managing that no I'm, I'm like <laughs> we are very anxious. Like between all my classes, I teach two classes and I have a little free time. Let me take a look at my email. <laughs> it's always okay. Yes. But there's but, always to be working on, like Gloria said, right? I mean, 
marketing and busy also promoting uh, yeah. and yeah. to do. So you so there, there are ways to occupy your time, but you know that usually you want to see your career take off too, you know, yeah. things, selling and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I think that's normal. another thing I've learned about the publishing uh, the submission process is that um, uh, that even though you think your story is ready, it never is really. <laughs> so, oh, yes. Yeah, right? so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of back and forth. have a lot of R&Rs and stuff, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 So what I learned, um, well, yeah, the waiting, the waiting. The time. waiting. Oh, mm -hmm. my God, the waiting. And then the contract that also takes for. <laughs> <laughs> for us to sign so i i learned that you always gonna be like with something in your mind always like oh my gosh what's gonna happen with this or that and, and I, i'm trying i'm always busy because i'm always either writing or teaching or reading or doing something in my house but you know it's hard for me to avoid and i learned that unfortunately we are never happy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, right we are like okay i got an agent oh i'm so happy and then like oh but now i have to sell my first book i sold my first book now i'm happy then i sold my second book now i'm happy but you always want more and more and more and you're always anxious and you always like and, and it's hard yeah it's a yeah. it's a hard process because you have to wait so much and it's not in your hands anymore right, right. so it can be tough what the about wait uh -huh. Yeah, the waiting, it really the is waiting hard. Is the hard. waiting, uh, not for one particular thing, but just the waiting, but to all the process, all the, the process right. and resubmits and waiting. And then for your book to be ready, right? Yeah. The waiting yeah. for the book to be finally ready in your hands and stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it is, you have to learn how to be patient. Very patient. And I'm not that patient, but I'm learning. I'm patient like with my students, but I'm not patient with time. Yeah. So let's talk about the RNRs. Um, I, uh, Gloria said she had a lot of some RNRs. I had yeah. RNRs, and I know Mariana had RNRs. So, Gloria, um, did you learn something that you can tell um, all the listeners about the RNR process? Uh, the RNR that I had on my fictional book uh, made sense to me, uh, and I, I made some changes. It was like, okay, yeah, I can see that. It was a kind of a structural change, moving some things around, kind of. And it was, it was good. I, I didn't take too long to do that, the, but that they passed on it anyway. So we'll see. But um, the other one, it was really hard. I took it hard. Let me just say that I took it hard. They picked picture book biography. So it took a month for me to even begin to do the revisions uh, that were suggested. Because uh, yeah, it was like what. <laughs> What, what was hard about it? Well, it was cutting a lot of things. It was mm -hmm. uh, thinking that the a lot of it was over the heads of the kids and mm -hmm. uh, the suggestions were um, really to kind of refocus it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it took it took me some time to, to work on it. OK, and I did I did cut a lot. Uh, mm. but maybe not enough. Uh, but there were certain things that I just felt like I wanted this book to be. Mm -hmm. So I didn't follow all the suggestions. So we'll see, maybe rejected. And um, I don't know, but that was the book I wanted to write. So, yes. so you kind of learned that you 
you did like kind of a balance, right? Between yeah. their suggestions and your own vision. Yeah. And yeah. So thing. I think you have to keep it your book. I mean, yeah. and hope that someone wants to publish it because otherwise it's not what you mm -hmm. wanted that book to be. So, yeah. And did you have a talk with them or no? You just, they just send notes or did they talk to you too? No, they sent, sent, uh, well, he started uh, line editing mm -hmm. and then but, he stopped. But you talk personally to them? No, 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 no I didn't. Uh -uh. That's, uh, that, yeah, I did that and that helps a lot. Yeah. You can clarify things for me, yeah. It a lot. yeah, yeah, so that's a good suggestion, though. And maybe, I should yeah, have yeah. When you, I think, like for me, if you have some either you're not clear about, right, or you might not agree a hundred percent, or something that you really want to keep, I think like a call can help. Mm -hmm. I had a call not for my iron, I have a call with my the one who published my book, Naomi mm -hmm. Kruger from uh, Bayer's uh, Recipe for Success. We had to talk about some of things that she, she wanted to change, but she wants me first to consult with me, you know, mm -hmm. and I really appreciate that because then when we talked on the phone, you can always come up with more ideas and get mm -hmm. to a consensus, right? What yeah. you both yeah. would feel happy about. So that could be a lesson <laughs> for people yeah. to already to. What about you, Mariana? How was um, your R&Rs? Did you have yeah, an R&R well, for, for Chasky or no? I did, I did only once for Chasky. Uh, I, I haven't, yeah, I have only had one experience with R&R. Mm. And um, it was for Chasky where it was taken to acquisitions, but it was sent back for, a, you know, to, uh, they were know. asking me to change it into a, it was going to be like a graphic uh, novel, mm. wanted something more graphic. So she asked me to kind of change it. Uh, to be honest, I I don't think I understood exactly what they wanted. So that, that's my that's what I've learned. I think you you have to make sure that it's very clear what they're asking you to see if it's worth it that you do it or not. I never saw Chasky as a graphic novel in my head. I never I never saw it as a graphic novel. And um, well, is it a graphic novel now? Is it considered a graphic novel? No, no, it's oh, not. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, okay. Yes, okay. So they were asking me to kind of change it like more into chapters, like a like a young readers. Oh, uh, so you so, didn't. You end up not doing the R&R? Yes, I did it, but actually what it was asked from me was to make it into an early chapter book. And from early chapter book, they would publish it as some sort of I don't know, graphic novel. That's exactly what I'm saying. Probably not understanding me because I don't understand what they were asking from me. But that was <laughs> but not honest, from the same publisher then? Not from no, Bearfield. no, no. It wasn't from the same oh, publisher. It was an art okay, okay. So I, I did it and then uh, it, it didn't go through acquisitions. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, so I guess, you know, I wasn't very clear of what I needed mm -hmm. to do. And I wasn't convinced that I wanted to. The, yeah. I think that's what it was, you know, I wasn't feeling it really, yeah. like, you know, yeah. in different, in different so format. that's what Gloria says, like you kind yeah. of have to also agree with that new yeah, vision. Yeah, see if you really would like it or not, not because you want to see your book published, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. And I have seen the same thing happen with other people, um, um, like a, a person who I'm mentoring here in, in Las Musas, and, you know, also that was asking for um, R&R, &R, and the same, you know, kind of change some things around, and you know, at the end, it didn't work out. So sometimes it doesn't work out when you submit and, you know, you really yeah. work and submit. And yeah. sometimes it works for the best. Sometimes, yes, your yeah. story is better, but sometimes yeah. it's not. You know? so yeah. You have to keep your, your mind open, you know, an open mind for that. Yeah.
Yes. I agree. Yes. And discuss yeah. it with your agent too to see what your agent thinks if it's the right path for your book or not. But mm-hmm. in the end, you are the only one who knows what you want for your yes. book. Yes. Yes. You know, and what do you want? You know. So that I think that that's the main thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah I agree. I had uh, two R and R's. Uh, my book three, three and four from uh, from the same editor. I think she, <laughs> sorry, Doris, but I don't mind because she's really great. I really like her suggestions. Like for the first one, that's when I was about grieving. It's called Abuela Super Capa, coming only in 2023. But um, the the abuela was gonna die, and she asked me, "What if the abuela doesn't die?" So that was a big change, right? But I said. Okay, I will try. I'm very flexible. I like trying things. And I said, I'll try and see if it works. And when I did, I really like it, you know, because uh, I said, well, I think there are a lot of books now about grieving and it's very important, but there are not that many books about the, the, the parents or the grandparents getting sick and they cannot play. So she cannot play with the, with the boy anymore, but not because she died just because mm-hmm. she got really sick and that was the case with me with my grandma and then with my kids with my mom so it was the same thing that they went through so I ended up liking and, and enjoying so mm-hmm. yes as far as you try and you like it and you you buy it the, the vision I mm-hmm. think that's important that you buy the vision but I think like if you don't you can always ask for a call I think a call can clarify and can see mm. if you can get to a middle ground if you were really not feeling it maybe mm. you can figure out something now that i remember anna for my book uh my second book for Eunice and kate i got an r and r too it's just this wasn't through an agent but mm-hmm. we, we did an r and r and uh, the book originally was like a poem mm-hmm. um and then when they uh the editors at penny candy books they wanted to acquire it but they asked me for a revision. So basically the story was the same until the middle of the story. And then they asked me to change. It was a big change, actually, that changed completely the, the story. Well, not completely. It was still about friendship, but uh-huh. you know, we changed the story the to give it a little bit more of a, yes, to give it more of a structure because before it was more like a poem. So this uh-huh. had a little bit more of structure and we ended up you know, doing it. And I liked it. I really liked it. So sometimes, you know, those changes are really good for your story. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you make it stronger. So you try, and, yeah, you know, right. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So I don't yeah. know. So Gloria, let's tell me a little bit about now that we sold the book, what else happens after you sell the book? What have you learned about the acquisition, the process, the contract and everything else after you sell the book? Well, I think it takes a long time for the uh, contract. I've kind of learned that it is uh, a process that just takes months to do because they set things up and, you know, it just takes time. Uh, It was accepted in October of 2018 and I signed my contract in February 2019. And then after that on the production, it took a, a long time, at least in my opinion, but I think it maybe takes a long time for everyone, mm-hmm. but uh, Duncan Donatillo, because he is working on, my illustrator is working on his own books and he had a book coming out in 2020. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that that added, he had to finish that before he was ready to start on mine. Uh But I'm just totally thankful that he is the illustrator because it just. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. Beautiful, beautiful. It is really so beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. worth the wait, definitely. Yes, it is. So when did you see like the first sketches? I didn't see the, I saw black and white ones in uh, December of 2020. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about what he was doing. Of course, I totally knew he would do a fantastic job. But then I saw the color, you know, the ones in, I think it may be uh, February. So I hadn't Mm -hmm. seen them until then. And seeing the color images was just, oh my gosh, I was just so excited. I know. Yeah, so excited. What about you, Mariana? What did you learn? What happens after you sell the book? Well, you know, it's, you know, I've learned that you have to keep on working on it, you know, so, um, for example, you know, just, I'm going to compare it to what happens after you get married, right? So, um, I mean, you plan your wedding, you, I mean, you're so in love and you plan your wedding and then you're so, um, you know, um, into, you know, the flowers and you think about your makeup and the dress and all of the little details and the, the, all the guests that are going to be at your, at your wedding and all of these things. And then you get married and, you know, the party's awesome and everybody's happy. And then you go back home and say, okay, now what? You know, so, <laughs> so that's basically, you know, so, so what's next? I'm married and that's it. So, you know, so that's exactly what happens after a book, you know, so you have to, so, you know, to, to plan before that, what's going to happen right after you have the book. Okay. So it goes out with fireworks and what? What else? You know, because books are being born every Tuesday, as you may have seen, right? So, yeah. you know, so there are books and books and books and books. So uh, you have to keep on to keep the momentum going um, by networking, by collaborating, by writing blog posts, by participating like we're doing here, right? And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, contributing with advice for other writers, working on your next um big hit so um so yeah you have to keep uh, the momentum going that, that's important and it takes some planning yes yes and yeah i agree with both of you you have to keep on working and don't be like okay i sold my book still a lot of work to do but sometimes you have to edit you know and the, all the marketing all the networking and it's never too early to start don't think oh it's too early no start networking with people and we learned that we do have to do our own marketing too right we have to do a lot of marketing um to get the book known you know of course some publishers are bigger some are smaller so we might have to do more or less work but you still have to do a lot of marketing yeah it it does help when they have a marketing team that is going to help give you some help but you also have to understand that they have other authors you know so they cannot devote all the resources to you they they, they will they will have to spread them out evenly and then they're going to have a next catalog in the fall you know so then you're going to be all news Yes, so I know. To, yeah, that's what I'm feeling like my book now. I was like, okay, uh, the fall books for beaming books, I was the first one, but now it's coming more and more and more and more. Is it okay yeah. now, you know? Yes, they my, have my to publisher keep... for Chesky is already publishing their, uh, um, promoting their catalog for the fall. And I, yeah. obviously, I'm, I'm helping them promote the catalog as well. So, you know, so I, because I want to, you know. Yeah, um, it is a, a never stopping thing. Yes. Exactly. The thing is, when you help other publishers, publishers or authors promote their books you know it always goes back to you as well it bounces yes. back 
to yeah. you because you yeah. you know so it, it's cross promotion and all that so yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree. I didn't even mention about the editing process because um, that I, I I really felt made the book better. My editor's suggestions on on Child of the Flower Stuff people just made it much better. We had probably four revisions, although the last one was more like an editing thing, mm -hmm. uh, just where somebody checks everything. But uh, yeah, the the marketing part to me is like the most difficult part of the process and I just um, what you said Anna about starting early mm -hmm. I wish I had started so much earlier it's like I you know hopefully I have learned that lesson mm -hmm. on everything to start so much earlier uh, yeah. because I was like catching up on everything that I, and also the technology was almost uh, overwhelming to me, learning so many new technologies to, you know, to use. And I, I I'm yeah. still not sure of all of those, but um, yeah, I, I, I should have done my website way earlier and, you know, just promoting before the book came out, which I didn't do much of. We did the, cover reveal and that's about all I did and well, you were in all, almost all podcasts from Las Musas <laughs> well Las Musas podcast I did that I did that and that's a, you know but a lot of things that I'm just really behind on um and I'm really glad that Abrams has done a, a set up things but of course we're also doing a lot of our own promotions yes. and social media and um, I actually, I, I don't know anybody else, but I, I got a suggestion from a friend of mine to hire an intern and, um, uh, she is helping me with social media and my website. Oh, you did? You did hire an yeah. intern to help you? Yeah. Like yeah. a and publicist? Um, well, I, I guess, but not an really so, an assistant to be more of a particularly the social media. I mean, oh. I can do things on Facebook and I can do Twitter, yeah. but not really Instagram. I just I totally oh. I don't can't. And you, you learn it is worth it to have an assistant in your Yes, case because she's Facebook. helped me keep the website up and posting things on that. And oh. um, just, it was just too much for me. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to handle it yeah. all. It was yeah. too much. You're and right. it's not costing me that much because she does things. She's so familiar with the technology that she... Mm -hmm can do things quickly, you know, mm -hmm. I pay her by the hour and it's not. That's nice. Yeah. That's, that's a good tip for people who feel like yeah. it's I mean, getting it's too much for them. Yeah. 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 It, it, it was just, I, I wouldn't have been able to do yeah. what I've done and I haven't done as much. I was also going to tell you, Gloria, that don't beat yourself up because 2020 was such a hard year for everybody, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> and, and so it is 2021 still. So these yeah. are not common years and yeah. uh, it's yeah. difficult. I had a book out on 2020, Eunice and Kate, and I don't, I don't even know how it's doing, you know, so I, because books that, you know, <laughs> even though I promoted it, you know, and I yeah. think you know, I'm very active in social media and all that still um it, it's hard it's a book that is not doing as well as i think it should do because it's a really really nice story but mm -hmm. it hasn't grabbed the attention um you know but it's never too late i don't think it's ever too late because you yeah. are the one you are it the was. one creating the momentum for your book i mean yeah, it's just a matter yeah. Of, 
choosing how you're going to um, to do that. You know, so yeah. how are you? What are you gonna do with your book to make it appealing and interesting? You know, to right, right. It? So this, and, it, it's never too late, really. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm doing a lot of uh, presentations. Some very local, and then uh, like for women's groups and so on. And some are are you know bigger things, but. Um, even though I feel like there were so many things that are overwhelming about the marketing, I am so glad that the response has been so wonderful. Uh, I think the book launch, I realized how important that was and I wish I had started planning it earlier, but I did manage to get a, a lot of things together for that, that, that people loved. I was able to get Lucy Menes' grandson to be there and got a video from Duncan Donatillo, but that feedback has just kept me going. The, so, but planning ahead for all of those things is really important. And that's the main lesson I've learned. Start doing blogs. I haven't done really very many blogs, you know, doing all this much earlier. That's the main lesson that I've learned. Like based on the marketing that we've been doing so far, because I, I don't know how my book is doing either because just started in July. So I haven't received any statement. So I don't know. So based on what we've been doing with market marketing, what do you think is the most, um, really that, that helps the most selling your book or promoting your book? Well, for me, uh... I think that probably it's that Abrams has set up, um, it set me up for a presentation for the school library journal. And that was for all the librarians and it was, you know, a part mm. there. And then they also have set me up with uh, the indie book conferences. I had one in the summer, I had one that coming really up. Nice. Yeah. yeah, coming up in uh, October. And um, doing some of the national things like, in CTE, I have a panel on that, and then I'm doing the Texas Book Festival. But uh, those are really important, I think, for the big, you know, selling things. Um, and also, I guess they put me up for school, um, I mean, for the Junior Library Guild, because I got a uh, mm -hmm. Junior Library Guild, yeah. Yeah, I think Mariana is too, right? Yeah, and I think that's big. I mean, I think yeah, that helps. That but is, I didn't, helps a lot. Yeah. Helps a lot, but I didn't personally do anything for yeah. that. But the other things, it's just to do the presentations when the opportunities, uh, you know, yeah. come up. People ask me to do some, and I'm doing them, whether they're small, you know, at an elementary mm -hmm. school. I've just got a request today, or, you know, just the local ones that are for oh, women's the school groups. visits, too, yeah. right? Have you been doing school visits? I, I did some this summer with a writing program. A friend of mine was working with some kids in a small mm -hmm. school district and uh, got my feet wet doing that. And I love that. that that's the most fun. It is super it's fun. It to is. To be with the kids. Yeah. Yes, and it is so, fun. yeah. Mariana is an expert in school visits. What can you tell us about school visits and what have you been learning about? What's the best way to do the school visits? Well, um, First of all, the best things for marketing is obviously what your publisher can do. You know, it's always a big help. 
Um, my publisher is a smaller, Barefoot Books still a small publisher, even though they have a big distribution network, but you know, they're still smaller. So they don't do like the large festivals to send me to the large festival. I'm dying to go to the Texas Book Festival, but they, uh, we applied with my other book, with my other book, they, and they, um, yeah, they didn't, they didn't want me. So, <laughs> but, um, but, um, you know, but, uh, you know, but they do a lot of stuff online and which is very helpful. Um, and also they submit my book to many contests. So awards help a lot because it helps, um, you know, so it helps librarians discover your book and teachers and people mm -hmm. who are in the industry. So awards help a lot. And um, with uh, Ron Little Chesky, we've had the uh, junior library uh, gold standard. And um, then we, well, we've had a, a Kirkus review, a star Kirkus review. Mm -hmm. And today, actually, I just learned we also have a, a star review from the uh, school library journal. So, you know, so th that helps a lot. Oh, you uh, got a star review from that? Yes. That's amazing. Today, I just today, actually, we got the oh. review. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm super happy. Those things help. Now they're small, but help. It helps. And, um, yes. And also, well, you know, with the school visits, yeah, I use, you know, usually do school visits uh, regularly. And um, I have resumed my visits in person. So, I, you know, if you guys want to learn what I'm doing, just go to my website and see. You know, I, I usually, uh, I've been doing this for a long time. And um, I do charge for my school visits. I don't do free visits because I've learned my lesson. It's my time that I'm not giving away for free. So, you know, so I'm, I'm, I do put a price on my, but I did visit for free when I was just getting started to get some feedback, to get um, also the feel for it, you know, to see how it would work, to try to see my programs, see how they would work. And um, right now, but, some, um, I do some free visits for Hispanic Heritage Month. So right now I am about to do a lot of visits. I don't know, maybe 20, I don't know how many visits, but I have a lot of tw free 20 minute uh, online visits to schools. So um, yeah, so, you know, I do a little presentation and question and answer, and these are totally free and they're for Hispanic Heritage Month. And how do you contact people? How do, how do you get the visits? Well, I, I already have like many, you know, like many uh, contacts on social media. I belong to several groups on Facebook, on Twitter. So, so that's how I, um, you know, so it takes time to build your network, right? So it takes time, it takes time yeah. to build that. Um, the teachers, teachers that I have visited several years ago, they contact me again, and um, and then we do the visit, right? So, you know, so we, we get together. So it takes time to build those connections. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but that's something that I do. And those are the only ones that I do for free during the year, you know, oh. so uh, because it's something important to me. But the rest, yeah. I, I, I get paid because it's my time. And I have come to learn that people appreciate more things that they pay for than the things mm -hmm. that they get for free. So, um, yeah. you know, so, <laughs> so that, that's, that, that's been a hard lesson sometimes, you know, to learn. But it's, oh, I'm going to give you my time and I, you do everything. And then, you know, you yeah. go to the school and you're not treated, I mean, really, um, you know, fairly. So, but when they pay, you know, they treat you better. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, um, yes. And then another thing, that I do, another thing that I do a lot is to give back, you know, because I've been helped a lot by many people, uh, including Anna here that I know Anna for yeah, several uh, months already. I don't know, years, maybe since last year. And we've been very close and we'll help each other. 
and you know so we started latin speech and you know we're help we're helping authors also mm -hmm. get published and i'm helping with las musas and my madrina at las musas so you know that helps as well um mm -hmm. because it keeps you connected to the writing community too and it helps you current and it helps you see what other people yes. are doing and it's just nice you know it's nice karma but yeah yes, i think so it's I, a I very important lesson is like to really be connected with the writing community because it is an amazing community i don't use only for writing like when i need prayers i say please pray for my kid for my son was really sick everybody was praying for my son when my grandson got sick i got a lot of uh, uh personal messages with videos and things that i could do with him. it was so nice you know even videos from the kids from the their their kids saying like oh why don't you play this app why don't you do this it is so it's such a beautiful community and i learned that yeah. and i really i think like you all should take advantage of this. Some people say, I don't like social media. I said, well, I I like it. I kind of even get some addicted sometimes. I think Mariana too, because she always replied to me really fast. I replied to her because I yes, think- because I'm, always, I'm always connected, I'm always well, Yes, I think for me, yeah. it's such no, an I important- know, I, have but I have so many things going on and I can really handle it. I mean, I can do, I mean, right now we're talking, no one knows, I was cooking arroz chaufa. It's a Peruvian dish. So I was cooking what we were talking right now because yeah. that's what I've gotten used to it, to, to yeah. multitask. Yes. Yes. So well, yeah. I I really appreciate your wisdom, Mariana, with the, this, all the school visits and everything, because that's new to me. Even though I was a teacher, I was a high school teacher. So, you know, doing this for smaller kids and everything, I'm having to kind of feel it out and learn how to, you know, uh, really appeal to the younger kids and all of that. And so, um, oh, well, yeah. we, should, we should do a, an episode talking about school visits to give other authors tips on how to handle crowds. Yeah, how we to could do that. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah that, that would be great. So I don't do, do that many school visits because, of course, I teach full time. But I try to do like events, like when they had the world read aloud, mm -hmm. you know, or or things like that. Or now I'm with the kids need mentors. Have you signed in for the kids? Kids need mentors. No, it's Jer Jared Jared Lerner, I think. Yes, yeah. yes, Jared. Yeah. So yeah, I sign in for two class. I always sign in for everything. <laughs> and I learned like it can be overwhelming, but as Mariana said, I really enjoy giving back. Yeah, I really no, enjoy that's giving. true. But also, Anna brings the, the also the issue that you need to know your limits, right? As I well. know, so I know. Have I have to. I writing. have to learn that. I haven't learned that yet. <laughs> I don't so, think Anna's <laughs> learned that at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, we yeah. can say yes to everything, and that's, yeah. that's what happened to me with the school visits, I would be saying yes to everyone who wanted me to visit until I reach a point that I was giving so much of my time and I wasn't really being appreciated, you know, in return. Yeah. So, um, so I decided, no, you know, I'm going to learn from other people who have been doing this for years and yeah. they all charge. You know, yeah. they all charge, even though it can be a small amount or whatever it is, but mm -hmm. they have to put their price because we have to value our work and our time. Right, right. Yes. It's, it's yeah. Important. Well, I, I, I just think the networking is really important, like we were mentioning, and, and you know, uh, just helping each other out. I think Las Musas is doing that and other uh, picture book uh, 
group that I'm debut group that I'm in, as well as my critique partners and everything. So all that networking and the groups that we're in are so important because they support you when you are going through. And there are tough times. So when you're going through tough times, you know, it's oh, always no. there. So, Plus, you so can nice. learn so much. It's yeah, really you learn yeah. a lot, too. Yes, yeah. you can ask for tips. Oh, I, I, for example, sometimes I need an some idea for uh, i need to brainstorm an idea what would a monster do if this whatever mm. happens i put that on kidlet <laughs> put on facebook or twitter it's, i got so many replies and my agent said but wouldn't they like that require you to to cite their name i said no they know they are giving that as a to help me so yeah. i choose sometimes i choose one of them sometimes i choose a different one like my bayes recipe for success I had many, many different titles and I couldn't come up with a title. So I asked people to help me. And one of them says, why don't you say bake until you fake until you bake it, bake until you bake until you make it. And I like it, but I said, no, what? A, and that came the idea for the recipe for success, even though it wasn't her idea that inspired okay. me. Right. So, you know, it, yeah, you can get a lot of help from, from that community and they, everybody's willing to help really everybody's willing to help i yeah. feel like that's a, such a good thing about that community it's just like the teachers community too i mean both mm -hmm. community both communities are always wanting to share ideas and to you know and to help each other but now let's see we are been talking for a while so let's close with your the biggest lesson that you learned since you start writing what can you tell me uh, what was your biggest lesson? What is something that you want to tell all the, the new writers or even the published writers that you think everybody should know? Well, I, I know that what you mentioned earlier, and I think this is so true, that because it just takes a long time, that patience is one of the biggest virtues that you could have, <laughs> but also to enjoy each little step. Oh, that's a good Each one. little step is yeah. important. Celebrate each step. Celebrate, you know, getting a draft down, celebrate every part of this because there is a, like, no, even when your book is published, of course, that's great, but there, but there are all these other parts that are so important to, to me that that celebrate each step is each probably step. that's a that's a great lesson what about you mariana what do you think was the biggest lesson you learned well for me i think it's um it's about enjoying just like gloria said um but also not forgetting not forgetting uh why you're doing this in the first place and um, yesterday I had such a horrible day. I had so many things going on at home. Like everybody wanted something from me. It was very tense. And, um, you know, and today I woke up to a message, a girl reading my first book. Oh. Um, she was reading it on her own and she was so happy. Her mom sent me the, the video. Oh. Um, I went on Twitter and a couple of people had posted about my book out of nowhere, you know, like find this book is super good. And they had tagged me. I was like, oh, wow. And then I had a visit in the morning with a school in Peru, wow. and, uh, and, they, and I read them uh, Corre Pequeño Chasqui, the, the Spanish version of Ernesto Chasqui, and I mean, their eyes lit up. I could see their uh, eyes lighting up when they heard, oh, the Incas. I, I mean, uh, hearing that the history of our countries is in a book, you know, so they were very, 
the Chaskis, aren't those the messengers? So they were so interested in the story. When we finished, we were talking a little bit about, about the hist uh, Peruvian yeah. history. And so this made, uh, and then I received notice that I had, um, that uh, Ronnie Lechaski uh, earned a um, star review from um, yeah, that's Congratulations. So, thank you. So, you know, so that, you know, made me think, okay, this is why I do it. You know, this is why it, it's because of those readers that mm. I'm doing it. You know, it's because I want to put a smile on their face because I want them to wonder and, and, and you know, have their minds wondering, you know, um, and I want to, to, to make my, you know, my kids proud and, and my country proud as well, you know. So, so it's all about that, you know. So all these things that we are waiting and hours because we're waiting on this, and all the things that happen are just part of the process. In the end, we do this because we love to communicate whatever it is that we want to communicate to children, and that's the most important part. Oh, Mariana, you said it. You really did because, yeah, the Gold Star reviews are great but and things like that but we want the kids yes to find something in what we have written that yes. they can connect to and that really is the most that important. is the reward that is the reward that is yeah that is a matter yes i agree like having the kids and all of that i think another like especially for the beginner readers beginner writers very important be in a critic group. I think that's the lesson I learned. That's why I'm six critic groups. Because <laughs> I really think, oh my, you cannot write by yourself. You can't, you really can't. Because when you write, you think it's so beautiful. It's so amazing. Some days you think it's horrible, right? And then when you send, your critic partners can help you so much. Some things that are very confusing, that you think it's clear, because in your mind it's clear, but for the readers, it's not. You know, so, oh my gosh, I, I have like six critic groups and I'm going to teach you how I do it, okay? So I don't get, I don't send to all the six critics group at the same time. So I send, I went in a weekly one with Marianne, I send to the weekly one first. So after they give me their suggestions, I change it and I send to the next one. And then I send, so after I send to all my six critique groups, then of course, it's, I'm not going to say it's perfect, but it's very polished, right? So it's almost ready to send to my uh, to my agent. So that's an important lesson. Everybody gets on a critique group. And if you don't know how, you can always go to the, um, I, I have dyslexia, I cannot say this S-C-B-W-I. I, I got it. it. I don't have to say it, but I can say it. I cannot say it. I have a very trouble, yeah. trouble yeah. like saying abbreviations. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, you go there and they, they will help you, you know, or contact us, contact Las Musas, that next pitch, the, the writing community and ask for a critic group. I, my first critic group, I created by inviting people. Do you want to swap with me? Do you want to be with me? And I created my own group um, because that's very important. And the other lesson is don't quit. It's really hard. It is hard. I, I have to say that I was lucky because I, I didn't, I started writing 2019. I sold my book by the end of 2019. Well, I wrote in Brazil first. I had some books published in Brazil, so I already, had the writing thing going on, but I had to 
relearn because it has been a long time ago and in Brazil. So it was all different. But you know, sometimes you feel like quitting. I think everybody goes to that phase that they want to quit because uh, sometimes it's a very bad rejection, something that you really had your hopes uh, up and then it happened. I almost quit because I got a very bad critique, like a critique that, no, your work's not good at all. <laughs> There's oh, just, no. you know, no. something like, you know, really like, no, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. This is not good. I said, nothing is good here. So I should just quit. Just, uh, you know, take your time, read the, the feedback, see what really resonates with you and don't believe in everything that you read on your critique partner is going to give you suggestions some you're going to like some you're going to hate so take what you like but don't quit when you feel like quitting because i felt like quit, uh, quitting a month before i got my offer i almost quit it i have to say that i'm very thankful for Kent, caitlin sanchez she's an agent now but she was my critique partner that's why it's important to have critique partners she really helped me to see, no, it's not time to quit because of, of this critique. You know, this is just one critique. It doesn't mean that you are a terrible writer or anything like that. Yeah, but also that brings the uh, this Anna that um, you know you yeah I recommend everyone to get a critique group definitely. But you need to know who you are getting with because um, some people don't know how to give critiques. You know, honestly, and can bring you down instead of bringing you lifting yes. you up that's the goal of the critique not to tell you you can write yes and that's another thing yeah that you i learned too you write yeah. Mariana, like when you give critique you're gonna give critiques to people in many different levels some people are gonna be very advanced some people are just beginning just like you were two three years ago or a year or two years ago so you know, be gentle, be nice. If you you can say things that people like, you can suggest how to make it better. But you know, be yeah, critique be nice. Need, be nice. Yeah, they, they need to have like rules or procedure. Ours do. I mean, not if you're real close, but I, the one I'm in, we we're close, but we still have. You know, you do this first. You give the positives first, and then. You give suggestions and, and the person doesn't talk until, you know, the very end. If they have questions, the person that who's, because um, we, 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 yeah, we do Zoom. I mean, uh, we do monthly and, and do Zoom. Well, we used to meet in person, but yeah. 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 It is important to be nice, but I think that is, that is it. Anybody has anything else that they want to say to our listeners? No, just keep writing, keep writing and keep creating. Your voices yep. are needed. Yes, and if you need anything, we are here. Check Les Moses, check every, everybody is there to help you. So don't quit. So, okay. Exactly. So that's going to be the end of our podcast. So um, if you like to learn more about Las Musas or our books, please visit our website, lasmusasbooks.com. And you can also find us on social media, Las Musas Books. And be sure to check out our bookshop page where each purchase of one of our books goes towards supporting independent bookstores. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also sign up for Las Musa newsletter to have podcast updates as well as other Musa news such as release dates, teasers, spotlights, and more delivered straight to your inbox. Adios! Bye! Ciao!